attack. This book will show you how to achieve a victory money can't buy, using the new strategies, tactics, and weapons of guerrilla marketing to mount your own guerrilla marketing attack. It's not going to be a picnic, but it will result in success. Bill Shear, president of Guerrilla Marketing International, is the man most responsible for my own mounting of the guerrilla marketing attack. Bill has masterminded my spreading of the word about guerrilla marketing throughout North America. He has been the guiding force behind our guerrilla marketing seminars and lectures, our guerrilla marketing consulting, the guerrilla marketing newsletter, the guerrilla marketing audio tapes and videotapes, and many tactics of guerrilla marketing that are both used by our organization and taught to those who attend our presentations. Acknowledgments are also owed, along with gratitude, to those guerrillas who have illuminated my way through the marketing battlefield. Alan Kaplan, Michael P. Lavin, Robin A. Bocci, Bruce Kaplan, Jane Croston, Ellie Dasher, Kevin Schaefer, Jack J. Freeman, Dale and Merle O'Brien, Mike Larson, Robert Holden Marriott, and Vicki Gross. To all these people, and the many unnamed heroes and heroines of marketing wars in which I have participated, I say thank you, and I urge you onward to victory. Chapter 1. 100 Weapons for the Attack You are surrounded. All around you are enemies vying for the same bounty. They're out to get your customers and your prospects the good and honest people who ought to be buying what you are selling. These enemies are disguised as owners of small and medium-sized businesses. Several of the enemies are grossly larger than you. Some have the power and personality of Godzilla. Many of them are far better funded than you. Some have been successfully operating their businesses since prehistoric times. These enemies thrive on competition. They're out to get you and get you good. They're out for the disposable income currently held by your hot prospects and past customers. They're out for the attention of every red-blooded consumer who reads the newspaper, listens to the radio, watches TV, grabs a handful of junk mail out of the mailbox, or gets a deskful at the office. Your enemies mean business, your business, your profits. Some of them can run more ads in more papers and more commercials on more stations than you'll ever run. They can mail more materials to more people than you'll ever mail. They can outspend you in every arena of marketing that money can buy. But they can't outspend you in marketing arenas that money can't buy. And they can't always outthink you. If you put up the time, the energy, and the imagination you can gain the same marketing leverage that many of your enemies get by putting up megabucks. If you decide to live by new strategies and practice new tactics, you can get a substantial piece of the pie. If you begin to use a low-cost but power-packed arsenal of potential marketing weapons available to you, you can actually outmarket your competition. If you don't, at least one smart competitor will outmarket you. Marketing is emerging from its adolescence, and if you don't use it to attack in the battle for prosperous business survival, you're going to be the innocent victim of someone else's attack. Not only is marketing gaining sophistication, 
but you are being beset by more enemies than you probably imagine. If you run a business that specializes in selling a service, you may think that your enemies are those who also sell a service just like yours. But that's incomplete thinking. Your enemy sells a service like yours, a service unlike yours, a product, or all of the above. Your enemy might be a bank, an airline, a department store, a stereo system, a computer manufacturer, a telephone company, a jeweler, or one of the many businesses that sell only to other businesses. It's a marketplace out there. In order to survive, let alone thrive and prosper, you've got to be a gorilla. There are ten requirements for becoming a gorilla. One, you've got to open your mind to the full extent of marketing. It's fuller than you thought. Two, you've got to adopt the personality of other successful guerrilla marketers. Without it, life will be tough. Three, you've got to think about marketing differently. A lot of the old truths have turned into myths. Four, you've got to plan your guerrilla marketing attack with an easy-to-understand, easy-to-follow battle strategy. Five, You've got to define what you want your attack to accomplish with precision and realism. If you're not defining, you're not attacking. The first five requirements are just the fundamentals for winning the battle for healthy, honest, and growing profits. They will serve you well on your way to the battlefield. Six, you've got to attack. Do exactly what your plan said you'd do. You must take action. Seven, you've got to understand which media can best serve your needs. Eight, you've got to orient everything about your business to your customer, that person above all who can help you prosper. Your customer must sense your dedication. Nine, you've got to recognize the fast-changing nature of marketing today. It's wilder than ever, but you can master it if you keep up with it. Gorillas do. Ten, you've got to maintain your guerrilla marketing attack. You can fulfill the other nine requirements superbly, but if you don't fulfill this one, you're a goner. The news from the battlefront is good. Don't think that launching a guerrilla marketing attack is all hard work and demanding requirements. It's a whale of a lot of fun winning battles. Your competition isn't half as savvy as you'll be by the time you're a full-fledged guerrilla. About half of the marketing weapons available are absolutely free of charge. And the task of marketing will get easier and easier the more you do it. Chances are your direct competition has quite a bit of marketing experience. That's probably going to work in your favor, because you can rest assured that marketing changes faster than your competitors do. Many of your enemies will be bogged down in myth and tradition. Understand that most of your direct competitors are living in another world when it comes to marketing. Except for the sophisticated and well-capitalized few, the majority of businesses competing for the same dollars as you labor under archaic marketing principles that have been out of date for over a decade. You are about to be presented with a treasury of 100 guerrilla marketing weapons, it might be difficult to suppress a grin when you realize that the majority of your direct competitors are aware of no more than 20 or 30, 
More likely, 10 or 15 of the 100 marketing weapons you can use. And chances are, they're using only about 3 or 4. Even the hotshots aren't using many more than 10. Here are scores of ways you can outmarket the hottest of those hotshots, while achieving business longevity and a lengthy customer list. Your bank account will brim with profits in direct proportion to how your marketing arsenal brims with these weapons. The 100 Guerrilla Marketing Weapons 1. Name There are zillions of good company names and zillions of bad ones. Just be sure yours is one of the good ones. Be sure people can pronounce it, that it does not confuse them, and that it is uniquely yours. 2. Product or Service Niche This is also known as positioning by those who love buzzwords. It refers to the segment of the market you want to call your very own. 3. Color Memorability is increased and attitudes established when you associate a color with your business. You'll use that color in many of your marketing weapons. 4. Identity this is not a false image, but an honest identity that conveys your company's personality throughout your marketing. Be sure it realistically reflects who you are. 5. Logo Some people call this a trademark or symbol. Whatever you call it, it's a graphic representation, more visual than verbal, of your company. It's smart to have one. 6. Theme this is a set of words that summarizes your company or its prime benefits. Pick a theme you can live with for a long time. The longer you use the theme, the better. 7. Package Your package is the box your product comes in, the office your services come from, your van, your salespeople, you. The way you package your offering will attract or repel your customers and prospects. 8. Size The size of your business influences some people to buy or not to buy. Big is not necessarily good. Neither is small. But both can be good. Can you offer the benefits of both? 9. Decor Prospects and customers will form opinions about your offering based on the decor of your store, office, or factory. It should reflect your honest identity. 10. Attire You and your employees represent your business. People will develop attitudes about your business based on what you and your employees are wearing at work. 11. Pricing Pick a pricing niche. High, medium, or low, depending on your competitors. Among consumers, 14% say price is the main determining factor of whether or not they will buy. 12. Business Card Gorillas make theirs more than a name, address, and phone number. Print the benefits of doing business with your company and turn your card into a mini-brochure. 13. Stationery the look and feel of your stationery make it a powerful marketing tool. Millions might see it if you do direct mailings. 14. Order form invoice. This is not just a business form, but an opportunity to gain more business, 
increase referrals, and solidify the relationship between you and your customer. 15. Inside Signs These spur impulse purchases, act as silent salespeople, merchandise your offerings, and cross-merchandise all at the same time, and inexpensively too. 16. Outside Signs They may be near your place of business, far away, or moving about on a bus or taxi. They direct people to your product, service, or store. 17. Hours of operation. Yes, your hours are part of your marketing. If you're open evenings or early mornings and your competitors aren't, you may gain business from them. 18. Days of operation. I know of a business that decided to stay open Sundays because nobody else did. Soon, Sunday became their second most profitable day of the week. 19. Phone demeanor. How you answer the phone turns people on or off. You and the people who answer your phones should know exactly how to turn on each caller by words and attitude. 20. Neatness. Messiness causes many a lost sale because people believe the sloppiness will carry over into other parts of your business. Happily, the same is true of neatness. 21. Location. Without question, this is one of the most important parts of success for a lot of businesses. But it is only one part of marketing. There are 99 other parts, too. 22. Window displays. They should have high visibility, be unique, and include items that invite people inside. Change them regularly and recognize their importance. 23. Business plan. This is like a map that is consulted regularly to be sure you are heading in the right direction. A good business plan has a marketing plan built into it. 24. Advertising. Here's one of the most crucial parts of marketing, but it's only one one-hundredth of the process. Some people think marketing means advertising. 25. Distribution. This refers to the ways your offering can be purchased. In your store, in the stores of others, by mail, by phone. Gain as wide distribution as possible. 26. Service. Consumers consider service or lack of it to be one of the four most important influences in selecting a business from which to buy. Service wins and loses customers.